Thank you, Reverend Saint Anthony. Great to be in Levin, amen. Karen and I got married here just down the road 40-something years ago. <laughs> I've stopped counting now. And uh, Kevin was in our youth group way back then, and his wife. And uh, Helen and Lex were in the youth group. Well, Helen was in the youth group. No, you weren't, you weren't on the scene then. You weren't on the scene yet. And then uh, we met uh, Lex and, and uh, Helen, or they kind of in Taraparam, and he was the he was the cook at Tameko Bible Training Centre. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. He was the cook, and um, not when I was there, but later on. And they helped us plant uh, Taraparam Family Centre uh, then, way back then, which is now Impact Church. So it's good to be here. Good to see Mr. Kim. Always good to see Kim, amen, and uh, you know, he's, he's, he, I, I just enjoy seeing Kim, amen, having a chat, and then there's Karen and Bruce, oh my goodness, how do you do it, Bruce? Anyway, uh, so, um, <laughs> no, it was all right, no, it was okay, uh, beautiful, beautiful, it's good to be here in Levin, and, um, and uh, Levin's quite dear to my heart. As we got married here and lived here for a number of years, and I first met Tony uh, as he came up to the cafe we had. The, do you remember the coffee shop up there, Helen? I think you were up there quite often, and uh, uh, up there and, and on a Friday evening, and uh, it was a lot of it was a lot of fun. And here's this young fella, very young fella, called Anthony Collis, who came in and helped us. And uh, so there began the journey, amen, and it continues today. Who would have thought, Anthony? Amen. Tony, Saint Tony. You know that um, Tony runs around the block every day. Did you know that? And then he puts it back in the box. It's amazing. Um, there's, a, there's this little, uh, this nine-year-old Joey, he he was asked by his mother what he had learned at Sunday school. He said, well, mum, our teacher told us how, to, how God sent Moses behind enemy lines. It's probably, probably his name is Richard, really, but uh, our, our teacher told us how God sent Moses behind enemy lines on a rescue mission to lead the Israelites out of Egypt. When he got to the Red Sea, he and his engineers built a pontoon bridge, and all the people walked across safely. Then he used his walkie-talkie to radio headquarters for reinforcements. And they sent bombers to blow up the bridge, and all the Israelites were saved. Now, Joey, is that really what your teacher taught you, his mother asked? Well, no, Mum, but if I told you the way the teacher did, you'd never believe it. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've got another one, seeing that you enjoy it. You would, like, would you like to hear another one? Oh, good. See, see they like me, Joe. Um, and so uh, this guy, he comes along. Here we go. Here we go. Um, a little old lady, a lovely old lady, answered a knock on the door one day to be confronted by a well-dressed young man called Lex, carrying a vacuum cleaner. Good morning, said the young man. If I could just take a couple of minutes of your time, I'd like to demonstrate the very latest in high-powered vacuum cleaners. Go away, said the old lady. I'm broke, and I haven't got any money. 
And she proceeded to close the door. But quick as a thief, Lex wedged his foot in the door and pushed it wide open. Don't be too hasty, he said. Don't be too hasty. Not until you have at least seen my demonstration. And with that, he emptied a bucket of horse manure onto her hallway carpet. Now, if this vacuum cleaner does not remove all traces of this horse manure from your carpet, madam, I will personally eat the remainder. The old lady stepped back and said, well, let me get you a fork because they cut off my electricity this morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So if Lex comes to the door, let him put the horse manure in there. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, I've heard many messages from God. And I'm sure you have too. Amen. Well, it was good to see Tim and Wendy. Uh, no, uh, Jim and Wendy at Faith Bible College. I walk into the principal's chapel because they have a principal's chapel on a Friday morning. And here's Jim and Wendy. And I thought, Why, is this, how come they're here? Like, what's the story? Wendy went through Faith Bible College. That's why she's so brilliant. And, and it's so clever to marry Jim. And so, and so, uh, and and there they were, and and it was such a blessing to see you. And they came, uh, especially to have a look at faith and so on and so forth. So, great stuff. Amen. Just see if I can pick on anybody else. Uh, no, I won't. I won't. Um, but I need to hear, you know. And I know you've heard messages from God. Amen. You've heard a lot of messages from God, or you know, if you're as if you're as um, if you're as mature as Tony, and um, uh, you know, uh, after 60, 70 years, and, and you hear a lot of messages from God, but you know, there are some messages that I need to hear again and again and again, and not only that, I need to speak messages to myself, to remind myself, so the question is, what messages are you speaking to yourself, okay, and we need to be reminded of these things, and uh, and I'm, I'm thinking of Second uh, Peter chapter 1, and it says, Therefore, I will always, and Peter's saying, listen, I'm always going to remind you about these things, even though you already know them and are standing firm in the truth you have been taught, and it is only right that I should keep on reminding you. Everybody say reminding. Reminding, reminding you as long as I live, for our Lord Jesus Christ has shown me that I must soon leave this earthly life, so I must work hard to make sure you always remember. Everybody say remember. You always remember these things after I've gone. And Peter was just really wanting to get through to some folks some, some things. Things like his divine power has given us everything we need to live a godly life. And he talks about some of those things. And then he, 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 he puts that paragraph in. I'm going to remind you all about these things. The call of God. The touch of God on your life and to remind you to keep focused on God and so on and so forth. And we need to be reminded of that. Amen. So we can do the things that God has called us to do. So Father, we thank you. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your Holy Spirit's presence is right here. And so Lord, right now we engage with you and we say, Lord, engage with us. 
Why? Because we not only want you, we need you. We need you so desperately in this hour, in this end time hour, and we need you. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to come. Speak to each one in this room. Lord, those who, I sense there is someone here who has a fear of the future. Lord, we smash that in the name of Jesus. We do. We just smash it in the name of Jesus. And I just believe Jesus wants to come to you and say, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Lord, for that healing need, that healing need in the area of the stomach. It's a, it's a male person I'm talking about here. Who is that person? Just raise your hand if that's true. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, a gut problem, if you like. Who's that person? Amen. So, Father, we just declare your healing power in that area in the name of Jesus. Put your hand in that area. And so, Father, we declare healing in Jesus' name. We speak life and health in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for health and wholeness right there. I understand people are looking to you. Tim, people are watching you. People are looking. You might not know it, but even in your sphere, in your community, people are watching you, how you react, how you respond. How you, how you live life, and they're quite, they're quite intrigued how you're, how, how you're living. And it's, there are times now in the, in the next period of time that you're going to be able to speak to these people and put the gospel out because of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to speak to us. We ask you to... Reveal yourself afresh to us. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Jesus, come. We know you've come. We know that, Holy Spirit, you're here. We know that. But specifically this morning, we ask you to come. every life in Jesus mighty name we're running an alpha course being told I'm going to we're starting a church using the alpha course and uh, we had a Holy Spirit day these are all non-Christians who have just come to Christ uh, as as brand new and talking about the Holy Spirit, and we asked the Holy Spirit just to come and touch them, minister to them, fill them. So we're sitting in the room with about 16, 18 people, plus the leaders. And uh, we said, so uh, one person said, she's crying, she's in her early 50s, and she's weeping and, and so we said well just after a while we'll say what's going on she said Jesus came and he held my hand and I 
And I said to her, well, what would that, what would that mean for you? Oh, she said, oh, she said, I never have to be alone again. Wonderful. Oh, it's wonderful, she said. I never have to, I mean, I've never had Jesus hold my hand because I didn't need that. But she needed that. And God gave that to her. So what you need, God gives. Isn't God a He's the kindest person that I've ever known. And then there was another lady. She's very, very quite uh, uh, timid in one sense and, and uh, thinking everything through. And she, she said, well, if this is what happened to you. That, you know, she said, actually, I saw Jesus standing in front of me. And I thought, how wonderful God is, isn't he? And uh, we, we didn't lay hands on anybody or anything. We're just sitting there and praying. The Holy Spirit would come and move upon her. And can I ask you to engage with God this morning? Amen. And just allow him to touch you. Amen. Just allow him to come. I wonder what he's going to do. I wonder what things he's going to show you. I wonder what revelation he's going to give you. So I'm talking, I, 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 I love hearing messages, but there are messages that I need to speak to myself uh, for breakthrough in my life and for continual breakthrough. And, and, and I need to be continually reminded of his plans and purposes, his call and who I am. And, and, and I don't know about you, but sometimes I get a little bit down and a little bit low. Is anybody else like that? Or is just us in Tauranga? Uh, or Lagoon is a happy place. So you go, yeah, if we get a little bit, maybe just, you know, feel a little, and we begin to feel a little bit how weak and broken we really are. And uh, friends, we need to understand the symphony of life is only complete when we are with him in heaven. And so most of us speak to ourselves. Make sure the talk is good. Who speaks to themselves out loud? Come on, when you're walking around, yeah, amen. Make sure the talk's good. So I want to ask you the question this morning, how is your self-talk? How is your self-talk? And, and, and what you say to yourself will always win, will always lead you. If you say, well, I'm hopeless, you will end up acting hopeless. If you're saying to yourself, I'm nothing, I won't take risks, I, won't, I can't believe in what you, that you can do anything, this business isn't working, it's never going to work. Uh, and people can say you're doing a great job, people can give you even the, the stirring spoon of the week. Does that happen every week or what? Often, 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 often I thought, my goodness. Anyway, so people can say you're doing a great job, but if you say to yourself, I'm nothing, I can't do anything right, uh, they're just being nice to me, I'm useless, what you say to yourself is going to win. You're the closest person to yourself. <laughs> so I need to speak messages to myself that are good messages. Now, these are my messages. And uh, for the next four or five hours, we'll go through these. Well, you can't sunbathe today. 
I mean, it's forget that. But anyway, that was a joke, by the way. It's okay. Don't worry. I'll only be a little, little while. Okay, all right, all right. Th- thank you, thank, th- th- thank you, Cody. Did you know my wife's a funeral director? People are dying for me to... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, so, so what messages do you need to speak to yourself today? Well, these are mine. And I begin to realize that, you know, we are script writers and our words frame our reality, our destiny in some sense. So the first thing, and I know that some of you have heard this before, but I'm going to say it again. We need to be reminded of these things. And my goodness, I need to be reminded of these things. Imagination. Use your imagination. Because why? Because it breeds revelation which breeds transformation. You will be transformed as you use your God-given imagination. Matthew 22, love the, you know this, you know this scripture, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, uh, strength. That word mind can be translated imagination or meditation. And so, so, Love the Lord God with all your imagination. What are you imagining in your community or in your life or in your uh, family or in in this town, in this church? Uh, Isaiah 26.3, he will keep in perfect peace whose mind, whose imagination is stayed, is kept on him. Let's keep our imagination. See, I can go in all sorts of places in my imagination, in my thoughts. You probably don't, but I do. So I need to keep my I need to keep imagining when I read the scripture I need to imagine what it's like for me to just be right in there friends these are true stories we are reading and you know here's Zacchaeus or or the woman at the well and I just imagine myself there and I put myself in the scripture how would that feel like what would that what would that uh, be like if I was right there just watching on and 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 so on and so forth I use my imagination Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, we're transformed by the renewing of our minds. Friends, emotions follow our thinking. And there are times when we need to interrupt our negative thoughts by speaking truth to ourselves. And being meditating is the same kind of word there. It's used a little bit in Joshua chapter 1, meditation. Or imagination, same word, a holy imagination. And God gives us an amazing mind, amen? And we can use that mind to imagine what He wants us to do, to call in the promises of God and to welcome in the promises of God uh, and, and use our mind, use our imagination. And I need to discipline my mind to meditate or to imagine God's purposes, And it's one of the messages I need to keep speaking to myself. Come on, Nick. What are you imagining? Because imagination breeds revelation. We begin to get a revelation of the healing power of God, for example, when I just imagine what God wants to do. God wants to heal. I get a revelation of how God wants to minister to people in our community. He doesn't want any 
to perish, but for all to come to eternal life. So I need to imagine that again in my mind. Think about it, but imagine that. Imagine people saying yes to Christ. I think that's a good thing to imagine, don't you? And to call that in, the revelation of that and how necessary that, and it breeds transformation. We begin to feel what it's like, uh, that what Jesus talked about when the fields are white unto harvest. The, 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 the fields are white unto harvest, amen. So what does that feel like? What does that look like? How could you imagine that taking place? Now, Albert Einstein, very well-known scientist, he said, imagination is more important than knowledge, for knowledge is limited to all we know and understand. Logic can take you from A to B, but imagination can take you to other worlds. Interesting that he would say, Imagination is more important than knowledge when he was such a knowledgeable fellow. Knowledge is limited to all we know and understand. Logic can take you from A to B, which is good, but imagination can take you to other worlds. I need to, I need to remember to imagine. Ernest Rutherford, who another scientist who was born in Nelson, and then uh, in Christchurch, they developed the splitting of the atom. And uh, he received the Nobel Prize. He was in Germany in 1931, with a, and he gave a speech. I heard the speech, not that I was there, uh, just to make that clear. Tony might have been, but I wasn't. And uh, it was on a, a, a disc player because I went to the museum down in Christchurch and he said this, and I wrote it down, it's difficult to see things like protons and neutrons. These things are very small things. Many times it's helpful simply to, to simply use the eye of your imagination. See? Many times it's helpful to simply use the eye of your imagination. <clears throat> they couldn't see these things. The, the thing was, was so small, so powerful. They, they, they had to go a little bit in their imagination, what he's saying. And he discovered this whole thing of splitting uh, the atom. Walt Disney passed away before the opening of Disneyland. He planned it all and so on and so forth. And one of his friends said to another friend, oh, he said, it's so sad that Walt didn't see all this before he passed away. And his friend said, he saw it. Friends, anything that's built, anything that's, any artwork that is done has been seen in the imagination. Imagine, I need to keep imagining. My life verse, Ephesians chapter 3, for God, God is able to do exceeding abundantly beyond all we think or ask or imagine. I know what I'm imagining for Faith Bible College, I tell you. I know what I'm imagining for churches in Western Europe particularly and churches 
planting churches in, in, in New Zealand. Like I'm, I'm imagining that. I'm seeing that. And I cannot help but think of hundreds, if not thousands of churches that I'm, believe, I'm seeing that in the eye of my imagination. In Jesus' name, use the God-given theater of your imagination. Because you will be imagining things. You will be thinking of things. So let's focus it for the purposes of God. Amen? Is that okay? Amen. The second thing, the second thing that I keep saying to myself, Nick, keep rehearsing the scriptures that God has given to you over and over and over. What are the scriptures? What are the words that God has given to you? I just love the scripture in Romans 8 verse 11, the same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. And sometimes I just need to repeat that and say that to myself. The same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. The same power that raised Jesus Christ from death dwells in you, Kevin. And we need to take hold of some of these scriptures. And the ones that are meaningful to us, just quote them again and again and again and again. God is able. Oh, I just go there. It's nice. It's wonderful. I feel like I'm lifted. God is able to do exceeding, abundantly, beyond. And I repeat that at least a few times a week, if not more at times. Amen. Just to remind myself, that's a scripture that God has given to me. And there are scriptures that God will have given to you. Amen. John chapter 14. I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I'm going to be with the Father. You can ask me for a few things in my name. You can ask me for, well, just one or two things in my name. Uh, You can ask me for three or four, don't be too greedy, in my name. You can ask me for anything. You can ask me for anything. Everybody say anything, come on. Come on, let's all say it together. You can ask me for anything in my name and I will do it so that the Father so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name, and I'll do it. He doesn't say it once, he says it twice. I need to be reminded of that. And I thought, oh my goodness, how's that going to work? I was driving down here to Levin, and I was driving some, some through some beautiful countryside. I thought, my goodness, God, how can we not have faith? When you made the hills and the mountains and the greenery and the trees and you just ha- give life to everything. It's just, you, you made the, 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 the universe, you made the galaxies. How can I not have faith for a number of things that I need to have faith for at the moment? Amen. And so I just keep rehearsing the scriptures over Psalm 2 8. Ask, uh, 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 what is it? Um, oh, Psalm 2 8. Who can go to Psalm 2 8? I've just lost it for a moment. Psalm 2 8. It's in your Bible. I'm sure it is. It's here. I've just lost it just in my brain, just for a moment. It's a scripture that God gave to me. Why can I? Here we go. Psalm 2 8. Ask nations. Yes, if your possession. Ah, only ask. 
Ask, and I'll give you the nations as your inheritance. Amen. I need to be reminded of that probably a little more than I have been. Amen. Because I've forgot that scripture. What about Psalm chapter, Psalm 103, verse 3? He forgives all our sin, and he heals all our diseases. I need to repeat that to myself. He forgives all our sin, and he heals all our diseases. I didn't say that. The Word of God said that, and I need to repeat that to myself. Friends, words are powerful. The first words were used not to communicate. The first words were used to create. We speak words of life and health and healing, and it creates something not only for others, but it creates something in our soul, in our family, in our being that I need to hear. Words are powerful. Jesus is known as the Word. The Word was made flesh. His title was the Word of God in Revelation 19. Matthew 17, 20. Say, say to the, everybody say, say. Say to this mountain. It doesn't say think about the mountain. It says say to this mountain. And, and words to others are important, but what, we, what about words to ourselves? Proverbs 18, words kill. Words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. Let them be fruit to your soul. Amen. And we need to be reminded. I'm sure you've heard messages on this in this place about the power of words. We just need to be reminded of these things. Amen. We need to be reminded of this so we can keep doing what God wants us indeed to do. So what are you saying to yourself? Speak to your situation. Prophesy. That's why we need to speak. That's why we need the gift of tongues. Amen. I've got a brochure out there. It's free. Amen. Dutch people giving free things away. It's a miracle. So there it is. It's a brochure out there. It's free. Uh, and, and so, so we, 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 we need to speak in tongues a lot. Amen. And, and declare that. Uh, the, 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 so the first thing is keep imagining, Nick. The second thing for me is come on. Come on. What's the second thing? Keep rehearsing. Keep rehearsing the scriptures that God has given to you. And the third one is keep rehearsing the basics. Remember the basics. Matthew 28. Never tire of that scripture. Go, make disciples, baptize, teach them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, well, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit and teach them to obey everything I've commanded you. Go, therefore. Listen, they're, they're, the, they're basics. Uh, Acts 1.8. But you shall, what? You shall, what? You will, you will, you will receive, what? Power. You, it's not might. It's not maybe. It's not if. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Amen. And, and, and so, so we need to be reminded of these things and speak to us. Oh, uh, Proverbs chapter 3, trust in the Lord with, come on, Nick, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Now, the older in Christ I get, I can easily lean on my own understanding, see, with the knowledge and experience and, and so on and so forth. Now that I'm in my late 20s, I can, I can that was a joke, sorry. Uh, and, and so... Oh, thank you, thank you, wonderful, my friend. And, and sorry, yeah, yeah, thank you. Late twenties, yeah. And so, so now I've got these 
this experience, I can lean, I can easily lean on my own understanding, but God says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. See, that's the basic, basic. Anybody, you know, soccer, rugby, when they, when they, when they keep doing the basics, they usually win the game. Prayer. How's your prayer going? I've got a prayer guide here. You can pick it up afterwards if you like. It's a prayer guide. I've given it out here before, but can I, can I really encourage you? That's a whole message in itself. But it's a prayer guide. It's the Lord's Prayer. How do we pray? The disciples said. Jesus said, pray then like this. Our Father who prays. Oh, I, I won't go through it, otherwise I'll get distracted. But the Lord's Prayer. It's a great basis for prayer, friends. And just use it day by day. I carry it around with me. Wherever I go, when I'm in Levin, where I'm in Europe, this is my prayer guide. I've got names on it. And even Tony's on it. So I just bring it out every day. Again, this morning, brought it out, laid it in front of me, put it before God. Because there's a whole bunch of people I just want to lift before the throne of God, see? And so, so you know, prayer, fasting, reading the scripture, journaling, giving generously, tithing, the basics, giving thanks, praise, rejoice always. And again, I say rejoice, connecting with others, serving. People I know who have walked away from God have stopped doing the basics. Friends, do the basics. Keep praying. Keep reading the Word. Can I encourage you to keep journaling? It'll do you good. It'll lift you to another place in God. Amen? It'll help you keep living in faith. It'll help you keep focused in faith. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 I think I'll do one more. Is that okay? I'll do one more. Oh, good. There's a whole bunch of them. But these are some of mine. And can I encourage you perhaps today or tomorrow or this week, just think, well, what are the messages I need to speak to myself? This is the last one. It's my responsibility to keep connected to God. It's no one else's. I wish it was sometimes. I wish Kevin could take responsibility for my spiritual life. I wish Tony could take responsibility as the pastor for my spiritual life. No, no, he's not responsible for your spiritual life. You are. Oh, we can do things like this. We can have meetings. We can have courses. But friends, you need to take responsibility for your spiritual life. There's a it's not the pastor's responsibility, it's not the leader's responsibility, it's not your brother or your sister or your mother or your father or your friend. We need to take responsibility for our growth. Psalm 40 verse 1 says, I, everybody say I, (laughs) the very first word, it's not your brother or sister or I waited patiently. I don't like any of the, hardly any of those words. Well, especially waiting and patiently. 
I waited patiently for the Lord, and he heard my cry. I waited patiently. It's not a waiting that's like a blobbing out waiting. It's a waiting to, 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 for action to take place. There's a, it's an activity of waiting, if you like. That's right there. I waited patiently. Can I ask you to allow yourself day by day, or certainly often, to be clothed with the Holy Spirit. Just allow yourself to be clothed. I don't know how you would imagine that, but just begin to imagine that, being clothed with the Holy Spirit. We've said it already, you will receive power. When do we receive power? When the Holy Spirit comes upon us. Allow the Holy Spirit to come upon you. Jesus made it very simple very uncomplicated and very clear. Allow the Holy Spirit to come upon you. Come, Holy Spirit. Is sometimes all we need to pray. Then just wait. Practice. Waiting before God. Allowing Him to lift you. Allowing Him to speak to you. Allowing Him to touch you. As you're reading the Word, allowing Him to speak to you. As you read the Word, wait before God. So the current of the Holy Spirit flows through you. that your Holy Spirit is here. Your Holy Spirit is moving. Your Holy Spirit is touching people's hearts and lives. Can I ask you, if you can, please, would you be able to stand? Perhaps put yourself in a posture of receiving from Jesus. But if you feel comfortable to sit, that's fine too. If you want to kneel, you can do that too. Or stand. It's an opportunity to stand. And just put yourself in a place to receive from Him. what he said to you. I wonder what he said to you this morning. I wonder what you've received from him, perhaps before you leave this building. Perhaps write down a few words of what God has spoken to you about. Just begin to take healing 
allow it to just allow yourself to be clothed with his healing power. Maybe it's in your brain, maybe it's in your mind, in your heart. There's someone here who feel there's someone here who find it really difficult to stop their brain from working overtime and it's and it's causing issues now it's causing problems with sleep it's causing problems with anxiety just with every head bowed and every eye closed who is that person just raise your hand if you would Father, in the name of Jesus, we just pray. Lord, we declare peace in Jesus' name. Lord, I declare peace in the name of Jesus. And for, Lord, our minds, as we imagine lovely things, those things that are right, those things that are excellent, those things that are admirable, those things that are lovely, those things that are true, those things that are honorable, Lord, those, those, those things that are pure, those things that are worthy of praise. Help us in our brain, help us in our mind to think of those things. Philippians 4, 8. In Jesus' name, just speak peace. Peace. Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. So if you need healing for today, if you need a word from God in this season, you'll take hold of that word. Believe that He's gonna He's gonna give you that in the next few days or today. He might have already given it. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Maybe you're here today and you've never asked Jesus to come to come into your life. You've never made a commitment to God in that sense. I was about 45, 46 years ago now in a Methodist church camp and I asked Jesus to come into my life. Life-changing moment. And so if that's you, if you've never asked Christ to come into your life, I'd like you, I'm not going to embarrass you in any way, but what I am going to ask you to do with every head bowed and every eye closed for now is just raise your hand and, and signal to me that you're saying, yep, I want to receive Christ as my Lord and as my Savior today. If that's you, can I just see your hand right now? Just want to uh, uh, just acknowledge that in this service. If that's you, just raise your hand really high so I can see it. And you're saying, yep, I want to say yes to Christ. I want to say yes to Christ. I want to make that commitment to God. He's a wonderful God. He really is. He's the kindest person I know. Thank you, Father. Wonderful Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. All right, I'm so blessing everybody has said yes to Jesus. Isn't that wonderful? Lord, I thank you. Thank you for your goodness and your grace to us. Holy Spirit, we just love you. You are so good. 
just say so, God. We don't even know how good you are, Father. But we're beginning, we're beginning to know. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Lord, I thank you for this church. Thank you for Tony and Annette and the leaders here. I just pray your blessing and your favor over them. And Lord, as they're praying for breakthrough and believing God for other things to take place, other churches, new churches, uh, people, ministries, we just declare, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, that they would know breakthrough themselves, that this church would know what it is to do what you've called them to do and to see all the good things that you have in store for them come to pass in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. It's good to be with you. Amen. I just saw Myra there. There you go. <laughs> How you doing? Good. Oh, good. Oh, Julia. Mary. There you go. Thanks, Dr. Nick. Um, yeah, can we just have that, uh, some just worship music going on in the background? And um, I want to, uh, as we finish this morning, uh, who's received something from the Lord this morning? Uh, yeah, what a wonderful, what a wonderful time. Uh, we want to, uh, it's a privilege as a church, uh, we support Nick, have done.